Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And our telephone number is 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. If you have any questions for our retirement planning professionals from Clause Financial, they'd love to answer them for you right now. Again, the number is 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. You can find Clause Financial online at clausefinancial.com, K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. You can also call the office anytime, 442-5637. It's 442-5637. Joining us this weekend, studio, Malia Cuevas and CJ Claus. How you guys doing? Great. How are you, Sean? Doing real well. Good to see you. Good, Good to, to see, see you, Sean. Good to see you as well. A little bit earlier than previous, I guess. Uh, yeah. CJ, you don't have your coffee. I would have assumed you would have had an extra large cup this morning. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have time to stop by Starbucks, so if you start hearing snoring on the air, <laughs> yes. you'll know why. People are going, wait, I normally hear you guys a little bit later in the morning. Right. Um, with some changes, we do do the show now at 8.05, so That's write right. that down, keep listening, everything else, it's the same. Telephone number, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310, office number, 442-5637. By the way, you're going to want to hold on to that telephone number, because coming up a little bit later in this half hour, we'll have our Claw Quiz question of the week. We'll explain how you can win that. A little bit later in the show, I will tell you this, we're playing for a $25 gift card to Dick's. The other thing, too, a little pro tip, as the kids would call it, an opportunity uh, to win that is easy, because... Typically, the answer comes up during the show. And, of course, you can find Kloss online at klossfinancial.com. Um, we're going to talk fiscal and monetary myths versus reality. And this is one of those, and I know we've got some other things to get to today, but when I saw that headline, I thought, this is something we could probably <laughs> talk about on a uh, on a few different shows. It could yes. span a few months, as a matter of fact. A lot of them out there. Let's let's uh, start out, of course, with the big Social Security one out there that you hear no a lot. Po- no, no political views. No. Yeah. Okay? yeah. We're going to try to stay apolitical here. So... Social Security, the big myth here is that Social Security is going to stop paying people soon. So the reason this myth has come about is because people remember the fiscal cliff back a year or two ago where if Congress doesn't extend our ability to to lend out to the community, then basically Social Security checks were going to stop. And so people go, there you go, there's proof, it's, it's not going to continue. Or people will say, well, Social Security is a bunch of IOUs, there's really no money in the Social Security Trust Fund. Which is a true statement, by the way. And so then people go, therefore, that, you know, those those payments will go away. Well, when you actually get behind the curtain on this and you understand how many people are dependent upon Social Security and what a complete suicide it would be for the U.S. government to not provide those payments to those that are collecting, you suddenly start to realize that the notion that Congress or the president or anybody in politics would strip away that benefit from people, it just is not a reality. It's a myth. And so if you actually watch how Congress kind of lobbies and and puts law together on this, you'll find that they rarely and, and really almost never have even suggested a bill that would change Social Security for anybody over the age of 50. 
Let me repeat that. You don't see bills being introduced that would change the Social Security benefit for anybody over the age of 50. So therefore, our belief is that anybody over the age of 50, what you're seeing on your Social Security statement, or if you're already drawing Social Security, is probably going to be what you're going to get for the rest of your life. Barring that the U.S. government is in business, mm. right? Because, yeah. I mean, goodness, if, if there's world war, all of this can change. We all know that. Um, but that's a big myth out there. You'll hear a lot of people that are, you know, 58, 59, getting ready to draw Social Security. They'll go, oh, I'm not planning on it. I think it's going to go away. That's that's probably not the case. But could some of the rules change, in other words? Could they defer how late we could start receiving it? All of that is always up for for. So I appreciate Malia bringing that up because actually a lot of people don't know if 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 Congress just simply pushed back the full Social Security retirement age by two years. So for me right now, that is 67. So if they made it 69 for everybody under the age of 50, they just pushed it up by two years, it would add something like 50 years of solvency oh. to Social Security, meaning there's actually pretty reasonable, easy solutions to you know, mm-hmm. to uh, manage to it. manage it. It's not kind of like all or none. It's not that they have to pay or pay nothing. There's some pretty decent solutions out there. The problem is nobody in Congress wants to address this, yeah. right? They're, they're going to be hated if they do address it. Well, and the other, you mentioned, I, I just think of, uh, and <laughs> you never guess what show I'm going to go to here. Simpsons. Um, yes. <laughs> and I remember uh, one of the politicians making a comment about Social Security and, and his advisor whispering three words in his ear, election in November, election in November. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> very quickly, the story changed. Well, that's that's the funny thing about this. When you get behind the curtain, you see, oh, there's actually some pretty reasonable solutions to solving this. The problem is, if you ever see a politician introducing that, Mm -hmm. their ratings go down immediately because nobody wants their social programs touched. He is C.J. Kloss. She is Malia Cuevas. They come to us from Kloss Financial. They are your retirement planning professionals. If you have a question for Malia or C.J., they'd love to answer them for you right now at 321-1310, toll-free 877-235-1310. Thinking of, uh, of, of things that the government is involved in, insolvency. Let's talk Medicare. That's another one you hear a lot of myths about. Yeah, and you know, this again is an area that creates a lot of fear for people. Um, we we do know this, um, and this is the one target we have for clients as as they are looking towards retirement. Um, we're looking at okay, well, when can I start having my health insurance covered by the government? Which is usually age sixty five with um, enrolling in the Medicare program, um, and so people do worry. Again, um, the national debt being so high. Uh, worried about Social Security paying out and what happens if Medicare magically goes away. And again, um, we're here to dispel that fear. Um, these All these social programs do work, um, and they're interlocked. Um, uh, but the solvency there, we know, we, we all read the paper. We know there's fraud. We understand that's part of it. But um, that's not a fear we see, actually, um, that's going to roll out for people um, with the, the Obama um, Health Care Act and so forth. Um, there's some questions as how that might look in a few years. All these health health programs are out there, but um, our belief is they're going to continue being there, just maybe possibly in some different forms. So not, not, not something that we're going to uh, worry about every day. 
So there's so many people that are on Medicare. This goes back to, again, when you get behind the curtain and see the numbers of, of people that rely on Medicare, um, the notion that the government would suddenly just flip a switch and take that away, it would be, again, political suicide that we just don't see much. Uh, we don't see that being a reality. So our encouragement would be anything can change, of course. Mm-hmm. We're not. We don't know all things. But when you get behind the curtain like we have, you start to realize mm, the likelihood of that happening is pretty low. Our telephone number is 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. If you have a question for Malia or CJ, they'd love to answer it for you right now. Don't forget the website, klausfinancial.com, K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. Telephone number for the office, 442-5637. That's 442-5637, or call right now with your questions, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. We'll continue with Money in Motion right here on 1310 WIBA next. This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And our telephone numbers, if you have questions for our retirement planning professionals, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Of course, Money in Motion answers to all your retirement questions in one place. CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas joining us this week. Don't forget the telephone number for Kloss Financial Office, their office, 442 also going to hold on to that telephone number. Coming up in the next segment, we'll have our Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. Talking this morning with Malia and CJ about uh, monetary fiscal myths versus those realities. Touched on a couple of big ones. Another one that you're starting to hear more um, up from people and it, it kind of there's there's a history with pensions and what happened there. People are saying, well, what about 401ks? Couldn't the government just come in and, and take those that 401k away? What's the what's the reality with that? Yeah, so pensions, for those who don't know this, pensions have had a history, as you just said, Sean, of of actually having some solvency problems. Mm -hmm. So pensions can be, depending upon how they're structured, general liabilities of the corporation. So it's money that's set aside into a bucket for you as an employee of the corporation. And maybe you put a little bit in there, but usually it's mostly funded by the corporation that you work for or the government entity that you work for. And then it sits there and it provides a monthly payment for the rest of your life, regardless of how long you live. And that's the kicker. So that's the general liability component. And now as people have lived longer, some of these pensions have become insolvent because they run out of money. And in some cases, in the case of Northwestern Airlines and United Airlines and American Airlines, uh, they actually file bankruptcy just for the sole purpose of getting rid of that pension which is kind of a crazy thing to think about. So because of this history we've seen with pensions and how they can have some solvency problems when you're in retirement, people therefore automatically connect them to 401ks. And we're here to say that's a myth. 401ks work totally different than a pension. A 401k is not a general liability of the corporation. As a matter of fact, they put money into a 401k plan for you. It is in your Social Security number, and the date it leaves and goes over there, it's gone, unless they have a vesting schedule. So bottom line there is 401ks do not work like pensions. If your company was to file bankruptcy and go out of business, unless there's a vesting schedule on their matching dollars, there would be no impact on your benefit. 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Got Malia Cuevas and CJ Kloss in the studio. If you have a question, they'd love to answer it for you right now. Joining us now is Jim. Welcome to the program. You're on with CJ and Malia and Kloss Financial. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Question, um, I know you're talking about Social Security, and 
what do you think about an annuity to supplement Social Security? And I, and I know annuities, there's lots of uh, different uh, ideas about that, but if your Social Security is just a little bit short of what your expenses are, what do you think about a, an annuity, uh, immediate annuity, and start collecting that to pay yeah. the difference? Sure. It's a great question, Jim. Um, so, yes, in some cases, an annuity, well, and I should define for those listeners out there who don't know what an annuity is, an annuity is much like a pension in many cases. An immediate annuity is where you dump money into, into a product that then gives you a guaranteed payment for the next X number of years. X could be 10, 15 years, or it could be a lifetime payment. So it works kind of like Social Security or a pension would. So what Jim is asking is, hey, if you have a shortage, is there some sense or could it make sense for you to put money into an immediate annuity and create an income stream to offset some of the difference? And the answer is yes, it can at times. Annuities are extremely complex. They can be very expensive at times. They're not flexible, on and on and on. And so therefore, we tend you tend to hear us on the air say, be very, very careful with annuities. But in general, what Jim is hitting on is a critical point. Annuities can act like Social Security, or they can act like a pension would in providing you with a certain amount of uh, stable, guaranteed income. And most people do want some additional income beyond their Social Security benefits, so I think that's another great point he brings up. Yep. Jim, great question. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for calling. Thank you. 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. If you have a question for Malia or CJ, I'd love to answer it for you right now. Again, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Talking about some of the fiscal myths and real- versus those realities, as well as those monetary myths and realities. Um, and this is a fun one, which and, and this has, unlike when we were talking 401ks, all the government's not involved in it, this there is. They say, well, tax-deferred. Um, questions about well, couldn't they suddenly say oh, that's that's no longer that's no longer operative? That's yeah. Again, we don't know. We we can't. We don't have our crystal ball to say what could and can't happen. But mm. we're here to dispel those myths as well. Again, we feel like um, looking at the possibility of taking away what we already have is very unlikely. Now, could they change the possibility of the um, the Roth IRA provisions that are out there, Roth four hundred one k provisions? Could they say, you know, as of this date, no longer will you be able to um, save your money in this? fashion and so it can grow grow and come out tax tax free any of those things are possible however as CJ has alluded to it's not likely um, and what this all comes back to is we need to make sure that we are looking at the different forms of investments that we have available to us as of today and make sure that we're putting money away in all different categories so that we can supplement our future retirements so really um, the onus is on our own sometimes looking at uh, our future um, retirement income. Well, and and to play off of what Malia was just saying, there's actually some counterintuitive things that happen as it pertains to Roth accounts. You'll many times, we have people come in very often and say, I don't save into a Roth because it grows tax-free, and I think the government is against mm-hmm. anything that's tax-free. And that's, that's intuitive, right? Yeah, I get it. You don't think the government wants your money to grow tax-free. But actually, the counterintuitive part is that right now, the government is wanting as many people to convert from traditional to Roth as possible. They're actually encouraging Roth contributions right now because they need what? They need tax tax revenue. And when you convert from traditional to Roth, it's a big tax bump for the government. So actually... The, the trend is not to stop Roth conversions or to stop Roth IRAs. The trend is to encourage them right now. 
Um, so again, it's kind of funny. When you get behind the curtain, some things that you thought would make sense don't really make as much sense as, <laughs> as you originally thought. CJ Kloss, Malia Cuevas joining us from Kloss Financial. Don't forget they are online, klossfinancial.com, K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. A lot of great information on the website. You can, of course, always call Kloss Financial as well. The telephone number to get in touch with them and set up an appointment, 442-5637. That's 442-5637. If you have a question, you can get that answered right now by our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial, Malia Cuevas and CJ Kloss. Our number's 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. We're going to talk about some investing principles. We will do that next as Money in Motion with Kloss Financial continues right here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Kloss Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And our telephone number's here at the station, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Telephone number's at Kloss Financial, 442-5637. It's 442-5637. You're going to want to hold on to that telephone number as well. Coming up a little bit later in this segment, we will have our Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. Joined this week by Malia Cuevas and CJ Kloss of Kloss Financial. You can also find them online, klossfinancial.com, K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. Let's talk about some investing principles. And the first one, and we talked about this a, a few months ago, and it's always baffling because it seems like a simple word. But when you get into it, people, and, and I, I was one of these until I learned from you guys, what diversify, when, you, when you're diversifying, what diversify actually means. Let's talk a little bit about what if you say, I'm diversified, what is that actually? What's the right way to do it? Well, and, and it's a great question, Sean. So what we look at is how is your investment portfolio allocated? Um, not how is how are your investments spread across six advisors? Mm-hmm. Um, really, uh, what percentage are you keeping in your cash and savings um, component? Um, perhaps it's all you have is your 401k or 403b plan. Um, what what percentage are you keeping in your international, perhaps uh, mutual funds, could be exchange-traded funds, so forth? Um, what percentage is in your um, small cap, large cap stocks, uh, stock funds, or individual stocks? Stocks. So we're looking at the actual allocations between all of those. That's how you need to be diversified um, amongst different companies, amongst different types of funds, but not necessarily across different, um, like I said, different advisors. And so really the goal is being diversified means when you look at your monthly account and if you see pluses and negatives, um, which, you, which you should be seeing, that's a positive. Mm-hmm. You're diversified across all sectors. But if you're seeing all negatives or all positives, you're not diversified, and that's not what we want to see for a long-term, you know, uh, good growth. And one of those dangers is if you're not diversified, if let's say, oh well, this this particular sector is doing very, very well. Right. Well, what happens when that particular sector doesn't do so well? Exactly. It's all right. Yeah, it's a great, great yeah. thing. Um, another thing too, which is knowing your time frame, and this this is an important one as well. Yeah. So the amount of time you have remaining to invest before you're going to actually use those funds is critical. You've heard us talk about this on the air many different times. And uh, so for somebody who wants to retire at age 60, if they're 55, that means their time frame is five years. If you're 20 and you want to retire at age 60, that means you've got, uh, you know, 30, 40 years, uh, 40 years, sorry. Um, so that time frame should drive your asset allocation, meaning how much should I have in stocks versus bonds. But a lot of times people will say, well, what can I expect in terms of growth then? 
And there's this fun little rule of 72 that we've talked about on the air before. And the rule of 72 says that if you take your expected rate of return and divide it into the number 72, it'll tell you how long it takes to double your money with no contributions. Again, take uh, your expected rate of return, divide it into the number 72, and it tells you how long it'll take to double your money uh, with no contribution. So, you know, pretty simple math. If you got a 10% average annual rate of return, it would take 7.2 years for you to double your money. So if you're 40 years right now, 40 years old, and you have $100,000 and you want to retire in, say, 20 years, mm-hmm. and instead of getting a 10% rate of return, you get a 7% rate of return. Well, you divide that into 72. That tells you it takes about 10 years to double your money. So your 100 will go from 100 to 200 to 400 in 20 years. Right? I love that compounding, too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you use the number 7 or 10, it sounds great. Now, if you use number 2, right. money is sitting in a CD, how long is that going to take? Well, I appreciate Malia <laughs> saying this. And by the way, listeners, I know a lot of you are going, where can I get 7 or 10%? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the reality is actually I think it's going to be hard to get those kinds of rates of return. I'm just simply using those numbers but because it gives us uh, Again, though, we, we, we do need to stay invested. We need to be diversified, and those are they're pretty important factors. Malia Cuevas, CJ Claus, joining us from Kloss Financial. If you have a question for him, still got some time for a call. 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. I know they'd love to hear from you. Don't forget as well, the telephone number at Kloss Financial Office, 442-5637. That's 442-5637. The website, klossfinancial.com, K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. And of course, talk about investments. Things are very personal and, and, and it's the importance of having that opportunity You know, at Kloss Financial, sitting down and talking with you guys and getting to know each other um, and understanding somebody's risk profile. And, and not only do you need to be aware of it uh, as an individual, as an investor, as a future retiree, but you also got to make sure your advisor, you guys are aware of this also, correct? Exactly. And we do ask a lot of probing questions. We want to make sure we really know our indivi- uh, the individuals we speak with. Um, you probably can't speak for your spouse, although you think you can, and vice <laughs> versa. Um, and so someone else's risk, risk, um, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Profile um, is completely different than their neighbors, than than the colleagues they're with um, at their jobs. So we really need to understand, can you sleep at night? If you can't, then you're probably not um, correctly invested. It's very important to understand that. Our number is 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. Let's get to those phones. And Dennis, welcome to the program. You're on with Malia and CJ from Kloss Financial. Oh, I've got a question about annuities. Yeah, uh, I've got a, a, at least one or two annuities I know for sure, and it seems like you have to keep them for like seven or ten years before the uh, surrender surrender charges are all gone or whatever. Is that correct? Or something on that order? Yes, it, it depends. So each annuity has a different holding period, but yes, yes, seven years is very typical. Yep. Okay. Now after that time is up, you can move your money. Does it have to go to another annuity? <laughs> Great question, Dennis. Yeah. So you're getting into a lot of complexity. And what I'd say to you is the answer is no. If Once the surrender time frame is up, you can move it wherever you want to. But there could be tax implications if it's what's called a non-qualified deferred annuity. If it's an IRA annuity, then it doesn't really matter as much. But what I'd say to you is this is where the complexity of annuities really jumps in, as the former gentleman had been asking something similar. And you just have to be ever so cautious with them because a lot of people will say, hey, I've owned it for seven years. I didn't really love it during that time frame. It was too expensive, whatever. So 
I'm just going to, boom, move it out to a brokerage account, and they get whacked with you know $30,000 of gains that they have to pay taxes on. So you want to be careful when move. you're moving out of an annuity. Move um, slowly. Move slowly, Ask yeah. lots of questions. Yep. Sounds um, good. Thank you. Dennis, Thanks. thank you so much for the call, and let's go now to Jay. Jay, welcome to the program. It's Money in Motion. You're on with CJ and Malia from Claus Financial. Hi, good morning, guys. Uh, good morning. First of all, thank you for all your tips and everything. I listen to it all the time, and it's really helpful. Great. Um, so my question is, uh, I'm currently 29, and I have my money diversified in uh, my IRA, my Roth IRA, and I also have my company's 401k. Um, and my 401k is currently pretty aggressive, like 80-20 for stocks and bonds. Yep. So uh, my question is, I don't have that many options uh, to... Uh, put my money in a lot of different uh, funds. Yep. So should I be more aggressive in my 401k with limited options or should I start putting more money in my IRA and go after individual stocks? Ah, great question. Wow, this is a rich question, Jay. Thank you for asking it. So what I'd say is, um, of course, we can't give you comprehensive advice without knowing your particular circumstance. There's my quick, you know, Except he's dis- 29, disclosure. Except he right. t- threw that out That's right. So we know enough about you to give you some ideas, but, but don't take this as gospel. Uh, what I'd say to you is your 401k is typically your best place to be saving, regardless of all the options that they give to you. Now, in some circumstances, we've seen some 401ks that are just absolutely horrendous with their options and but but that's usually pretty rare. So normally the 401k options are limited but you can still, you know, do enough in terms of diversification. And it's usually the best place to save because it happens automatically. You can save more, of course, mm-hmm. you can go up to 18,000 instead of 5500, so on and so forth. So what I'd say is typically we like to see people maxing out their 401ks before they try to do anything else. Um, especially if your 401k offers a Roth option. So you could be doing Roth and traditional contributions right inside of the 401k. And to answer your question about aggression, I would I, th- I think usually the funds that they offer to you inside of the 401k will suffice for diversification and aggression. But again, Jay, if you ever wanted to look at this, we don't charge to sit down and, and review things, so you could always throw us a statement and we could give you more uh, specific advice. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Jay, Thanks, take, take care. And again, the website, classfinancial.com, telephone number 442-5637. That's 442-5637. And you're want to hold on to that telephone number because it is now time for the Claus Quiz Question of the Week. It works like this. In just a moment, I will ask you this week's Claus Quiz Question of the Week. You will then have 30 minutes from the end of today's program to call the Claus Financial Office here in Madison at 608-442-5637. If you are the first caller with the correct answer, you will win the $25 gift card to dicks this week's clause quiz question of the week is this what does the rule of 72 help you qualify quantify excuse me let me do it one more time help you quantify as it relates to investing telephone number 442-5637 that's 442-5637 first caller with the correct answer wins that 25 dollar gift card to dicks cj malia great to see you we'll do it all again in seven days thank Thanks. you this is money in motion 1310 wiba this is Money in Motion with Class Financial. Securities by licensed individuals offered through Investacorp Inc., a registered broker dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Class Financial Asset Advisors LLC, an SEC registered investment advisory firm. Class Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Any opinion offered during the course of this show is the opinion of that particular investment advisor representative and not necessarily the opinion of Class Financial. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 